Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. podcast my name is ct mcmanus and my co-host psycho steve will be around in the top of the seven o'clock hour got a jam-packed show for you this evening guys we got jim deputy from shades of gray he'll be calling in uh, about 6 30 we'll be talking jam on the dam and i'm uh 
benefit show this coming weekend that I will be emceeing. We also have Chris. Uh, I have a hard time pronouncing his name, so we'll ask him to pronounce it for us when he gets back on here. But uh, Chris from the creator and the presenter, if you will, of Rockin' Pod. We're going to be talking about that as well because my co-host, Psycho Steve, he'll be over there with his other outfit, the Metal Summit. And then to end the show, man, we got D.K. Ravel. He'll be calling in from California, lead singer, of course, of Kickin' Valentina, formerly of Jet Boy. Great dude, man. Really looking forward to talking to him. And I got to say a big, giant, heartfelt thank you to everyone that messaged me over the weekend, whether they messaged me, wrote it on my wall, called me. Whatever you, whatever method you guys used, I want to say a big thank you for all the birthday wishes. Saturday night was a giant success, man. What an evening. If you weren't able to make it out, you guys really missed something special. And uh, I actually got up on stage at the end of the show and sang. Uh, we did Metal Health, which was great. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. The bands that turned out, my goodness, man, you really, like I said, you really missed something. Lightstone, who I hadn't seen for probably two years, they kind of changed their style and totally floored me. The debut of Black Rose Rebellion, and let me just say, wow. Of course, Rock Doc Rosenfeld, who's a big supporter of the Rock and Roll Union, his band, Black Rose Rebellion, Joy, their singer, it was Karen on the drums, her very first gig anywhere, and she rocked it, man. She nailed it, hit it out of the park, and, of course, we were joined by the almighty Crown of Earth. Awesome set by those guys, and then closing it out with some old-school metal and some fun was Hammer Sheep. Big thank you to all the bands involved. Now we look forward to our next event, like I said, which is Jam on the Dam this Saturday. Anything you could possibly want to do on a summer afternoon between boating, swimming, six hours of live music, food trucks. I mean, you name it. It's there. It's going to be a great time. We'll have the Rock and Roll Union Party Tent up and rocking. I'll be emceeing the event. And uh, this will be our third year doing it. And I'm very, very happy, very blessed that they keep having us back. And really excited to talk to Jim Deputy once he calls in. So, guys, really, really wanted to uh, say a big shout-out and a big thank you. We're going to take a quick commercial break right off the bat. Then we'll come back and we're going to start off with our featured song of the week. So, uh, guys, don't go anywhere. Bear with me for one moment. And... uh, Like I said, man, it was a great weekend for music. I also got the chance to go out Sunday close to my house, which was a real blessing, and see the boys in Zenora, and they they rocked it as well. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking our featured song of the week, Don't Go Anywhere. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history. The voice of choice and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steigs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. All right. Well, welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union podcast, guys. It is now time for our featured song of the week. Now, it was... We told you guys a couple weeks ago we started when we started doing this feature that in order to be considered for Song of the Week, post your video to the Rock and Roll Union page. We've kind of shied away a little bit from doing um, that. There's been shares of national acts trying to get a little bit more of the the, lo- the lesser known bands, the 
bands that maybe you you've missed over you've glanced over and uh maybe ha- didn't really have a chance to check them out so that being said this song was added to the facebook group this week it is four years old i'd never heard it before so it's brand new to me and uh it is from one of our fellow union members this band is called bear with me guys my eyes are the name of the band is One Life All In, and the song is Won't Die With Regrets. Check it out. To my world, step into my world. 
That was a double shot of Monte Carlo with Paradise Lost and that Hannah. There'll be guests on the show coming up on August 16th. So stand by for them, man. Uh, it looks like the fall's going to be really good to them guys just starting out, getting some shows under their belt. Really excited to see what the future has for them guys and looking forward to talking to them on the 16th. Looking ahead, guys, we're just going to keep the music going. And uh, really, really got to give a shout out and uh, really want to send best wishes out to Rat Rod, man. It's been a while since uh, we had any Rat Rod on the the show except for our, uh, our intro, which, of course, was done by the almighty Rat Rod. And uh, I know they're in the studio, they're recording, they're getting things under their belt, really waiting to see what the new album sounds like. We got the chance to hear a couple live tracks when we saw them last, and uh, waiting to hear the new album, man. It feels like it was yesterday that Light em Up came out, but it also feels like 10 years ago, just because you want to hear so much more from these guys. So uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to a little bit of Rat Rod. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to play a little something different. We usually keep to playing some of the same songs from these guys. We're going to go ahead and listen to Keep On Walking.
now. Let's keep on walking. Let's see who's on the line right now. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Who do we have? CT, can you hear me? Yeah, is this Jim? Yay, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Just got back from vacation, uh, fully refreshed, and uh, looking forward to this weekend. Absolutely, man. I keep billing it as, you know, one of the top events of the entire summer. And um, for those who have never come out to a jam on the dam, can you explain it a little bit more? Okay, well, the the jam on the dam is uh, an event that put together by uh, the Friends of Theory Lake Association. I live in Williamstown, New Jersey, have all my life. And uh, down here in Victory Lakes, um, we used to come down here as kids and swim when we were kids and just have fun fish down here. And after a few, like a few years ago, um, the uh, the dams needed to be built. They, the state came in and said that if the uh, the van the van or the uh, the dams that weren't that were separating the two lakes weren't brought up to spec, uh, weren't engineered correctly, they were actually going to drain the lake and uh, turn it into basically a swamp. So the Friends of Victory Lakes Association got uh, put together and uh, they bought the lake. And um, so this is a totally private group now. You know, this is something that we've all decided to get together and try to do. The loan is in the uh, association's name. And all the fundraising and everything that we are doing uh, throughout the year, the Jam and the Dam is not the only thing that we do. It is our biggest fundraiser. But we also do things around here for communities. Uh, we, we do movie nights. We do little things here and there that, that create revenue that help us pay a, a – a pretty large sum of money that's due uh, every year for, for the, for the dam here. So part of it is to keep in our community beautiful. Part of it too, is just uh, maintaining uh, the environment too. Uh, nobody wants to live around a swamp. People yeah. would love to live near a lake. And it also helps us, uh, you know, just maintain the beauty of this area. And CT, as always, you know, this is the third year that you guys have been involved, and just the the awareness that you've helped, too, has generated more and more people to come out, more and more people to appreciate what we have here uh, and to help preserve it. And uh, I really do just thank your participation. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, always, man. It's my pleasure. Now, uh, talking a little bit about the, the lineup, the only returning bands that I've that I see for this year is you guys with shades of gray and uh, black cherry. The other two are, uh, are fairly new to this. Am I right? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, so we, you know, if you remember last year, I mean, it was, it was like ungodly hot, man. So I, yeah. and you know what? Rat Rod got up there in full Rat Rod regalia and sounded amazing, but you know, they, they were up there in full denim and, long you know jeans and black shirts man and i don't know how those guys finished the set it was so hot uh and um you know so everybody kind of we had a bunch of bands that bailed too i mean they didn't bail but they got up and it was just too hot and uh you know so we uh we're we're glad to have a a few of them back we have a, a new uh relatively new band uh that's coming out uh actually they've been around for a while but uh They've uh, they put together a new lineup called Stage Three. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal cover band. Uh, been doing uh, a lot of stuff around here for years, um, and uh, we're looking forward to having Stage Three uh, come out and do a little. And uh, a new band that actually um, 
I don't know if Chris is going to be joining us in a little bit. Uh, I he, believe he was, he's. He had, I believe he might be on the line now. Chris, are you with us? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to ask the panel, um, if you get your vaccinations, does that mean you won't get herpes or at least an STD? <laughs> it's real important to me. Yeah, that's a tough question. Jim, you got an answer for that? Uh, you know what? I, I I sell toilets for a living, so I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Jesse. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris actually got us uh, uh, the, one of the new bands, uh, 99 Reasons. Uh, and, uh, man, I'll tell you what, they're phenomenal. Chris, why don't you elaborate a little bit? Well, see, CT, here's the, this, this year's going to be special, and I'm going to tell you why it's going to be special. Because – Every band is fronted, except for one. There's one that's not. But every band is fronted by a female singer. Wow. Each and every band is, is has a female singer up there. So, And I understand that Rock and Roll Union is going to award $100 to the first person that guesses when Barracuda is going to be played. So... <laughs> and it's, no, no, I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm, oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh well, you know. <laughs> now, I uh, the, the one that's not female front of those those guys, of course, are Black Cherry, and uh, yeah, we they, 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 they talked to them last year. We yeah, I was saying they, they, last year. they put on a hell of a show. Uh, yeah, they always do. Black Cherry, man, I th- I think that they just. They set the stage on fire, and uh, you know they got a little sick last year, and they couldn't finish. So we were glad to have them back. Now, did you guys, as far as putting the lineup for this year together, did you um, were were you guys going according to uh, sound, or did did bands pick pick like a time period they wanted to play, or how did you go about setting the set list up? Well, we wanted we wanted bands with female singers because. We get the word out, and now we want something to look at. So, um, <laughs> no, uh, okay, no, all right, no, I'll, I'll put my sexist remarks later. Okay, uh, now we just we just going through because I, I ninety nine reasons the guy those guys are really hot. They have two female singers, um, and I've heard them before. I heard them up at Racks. They play all over the place. But Rich is really tuned in. Now he's the drummer. He's really tuned into the South Jersey area. If anybody's on Facebook um, and is a member of a, a page called South Jersey Cover Bands, he puts up each day, he does research and he has for about 15 or 20 venues, who's playing where. Yep. I've been going to this thing to find out who's playing where, like who's playing at racks and who's playing at, you know, at, at, at the old, you know, they, they got a time. I don't know if you heard that timeout is being reopened in Gloucester. City. Yeah, I heard timeout um, too is coming. Yeah. So, you know, he's going, he really puts, and it's a love for him to do that. He doesn't do it for money. He's not now. I think he is going to start having some of the venues and stuff advertised and things like that. So, but it's become really popular. So Rich is really tuned into the music scene. Um, the other guys, you know, the Black Cherry, you can't, it, it, it's just going to be a really great day. The bands that we got going is just 
I can't, I can't say, and I'm I'm excited to see the basics. I knew about uh, the lead singer Holly for a while. Actually, I wanted to try and get her to before we got um, Jess. I wanted to try and get her in, in Shades of Grey. Um, that didn't work out, but I, I'm yeah, excited actually, to see her. She, used to be, she, she was with another band called Penguin Down, which was another great uh, cover band, and. Uh, uh, except they were all from out of town, you know what I'm saying? It was logistically, it was kind of tough for them to get together, and she just put together a new band, and they're they're phenomenal. So yep. here's a weird question that uh, with with so many cover bands, you guys have only six on bands Saturday play. nights, only, only on Saturday nights, and with my boots on. That's, that's <laughs> did you do you guys no, have to uh, kind of have a little talk with each other about uh, just making sure no one doubles up on a song or? Well, we, we also like, and, and Chris, Chris is great with this. You know, he knows that we like to keep an eclectic mix of, of music. You know, you're always going to get uh, a, a mass amount of people who have different tastes. Um, and I think between me and Chris and, and everybody, I think we kind of have our, our, our and, and with help with you too, CT, I mean, we kind of have our thumb on the pulse of what people like to hear. And um, so when Chris goes out and hears something, usually if he brings something to my attention, you know, nine times out of 10, it's exactly what we're looking for. So, um, you know, you're always going to have uh, somebody that doubles up. Uh, things that we like about Shades is that we always try to pick some obscure songs that maybe you haven't heard before or you haven't heard in a long time, which I think you're going to really love the, the uh, set list that Chris has put together for the show. But um, we've always lucked out with that. We've always lucked out with people kind of like the set list that they brought forward. We rarely step on each other's toes. That's awesome. Now, the one thing that Chris told me, I saw Chris Saturday night, and it blew my mind, Uh-oh. was that last year, even though we were dealing with the COVID situation, that you guys pretty much broke even with the year before. Yeah, we uh, we raised, um, which, don't get me wrong, I mean, we still raised a good amount of money. Uh, yeah, but with, with everything, uh, we came in, uh, I think, a few hundred dollars over uh, what we had done, but um, uh, w- you know, we we couldn't we couldn't be happier about that. I mean, we really expected um, it to be a bad year, and uh, you know, I we, the uh, the association members that we have working with us are great people. They honestly, all they care about is the community and bringing people together. If if we didn't make any money or we uh, if we had a loss. Um, it, it would be tough to deal with, but that's really not the, what they're trying to do. They're trying to create a sense of community. They're trying to raise as much money as they can for the dam. So whether it's a little or a lot, uh, it didn't make a difference. But everybody was really happy with the turnout, considering. You know, we yeah, only, it was great. Um, if you remember, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but we only had like maybe three, three weeks maybe to really yeah. knuckle down and try to get everybody together. And me and Chris were even saying like, God, I hope this, I hope we're able to pull this through, you know, and, uh, and again, man, we had people from all over the place just coming in who've heard about it with help from you. See, they, uh, see, they, um, you know, your, your ability to get the word out and uh, the, the people that came not just from our area, but all over the tri-state area came in was, was amazing. Yeah. This man. year I'm going to make sure that when I collapse, I'm going to collapse on stage so that everybody can see, and and that'll be a um, you oh, know, and a joy, an extra extra you know thrill for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make sure you fall forward, Chris. Last time you fell backwards and you knocked all my stuff over. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, well, you know, 
You didn't want me strapped to the pole to the, the microphone stand. I don't know. I thought it would be a good effect. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, uh, my enough. question is, um, with really never knowing, I'm looking at the weather for Saturday and Sunday this week. A little overclouded, it looks like, for Saturday, but it looks like it's a lot cooler than it was last year. So hopefully we won't have to have that with you passing out, Chris. <laughs> I think Chris actually secured us some commercial fans and everything for for this year to where uh, we're we're have some airflow up there, so we won't have people dropping like flies this year. Actually, yeah, that is true, and you can thank. Uh, I'm going to be picking them up later on this week, but you can thank 99 Reasons for that. Nice, uh, Rich. With the uh, with 99 Reasons, they have um they have fans, stage fans. For everybody, so and they're yeah. allowing us to to use them. So yeah, cool. So and also we can't forget about also, also. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What's that? No, no. I, I was just saying about we also got to also thank the Fifth Beetle in this whole thing too, which is a uh, Bob Bolin Productions man. Those guys oh, make yeah. everybody sound like rock stars, man. And and that's half the fun of it, you know. For bands, uh. You know, getting a couple bucks is, is a great thing, but if you get up on stage and you don't sound good, man, it just brings it all down. And Bob and these guys and the, and the staff that he has working with them, it's truly a delight to get up on stage and be able to sound the way we should sound with a great sound guy. So I, I'm always glad that he takes the time and comes out and supports us. Yeah, it looks exactly. like we have somebody else on the line. Uh, thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Who do we have? Yeah, uh, is this Jim, the whole band deputy I'm talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I get this at practice. Now I got to get it on this radio show. You kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm the drummer, Bill. Oh, hey, Bill. How are you? All right, Bill, that's well. enough. You can go away now. You're a drummer. You got your joy. Okay, uh, leave now. Leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. DT, I'm telling like you right I said, now, I hope, I, I hope you have a mute button because Bill will, will keep talking. I won't we'll get a word in edgewise. <laughs> that's why we only know 12 songs. <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm just glad that, that uh, he made it back from vacation alive because I really don't want to find another guitarist. Well, I, I, I did leave something there. I think I left a small portion of my liver over there because I, uh, I had a really did good you time. Wipe? <laughs> hey, man, livers are overrated, you know? <laughs> so with some the, onions and the some one grapes. question I wanted to ask Jim, because it's – now, Jim, is it this basically your area? Because, Chris, you, you used to live in the area, am I right? Uh, yeah, I lived in New Jersey, so I could try and stay in New Jersey. New Jersey's been my home for, like, almost 60 years. And, yeah, well, no, New, I'm New talking, Jersey, New, the I'm East talking Coast, Liberty Lake well, area. Uh, well, yeah, CT, yeah. uh, he, uh, he lives over in Pittman, which is like a stone's throw from here. But Chris grew up in Williamstown. I mean – uh, gotcha. You know, like yeah. I said, when I when I was a kid and we were growing up playing music, like Chris is a little older than us, but this was the kid that we idolized, man, when we were growing up. Hearing him sing and the bands that he was with, yeah. I mean, he was he was unbelievable. I mean, what happened to him now? We don't know, but back then he was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I'll get to you, I'll get your money to you tomorrow. 
<laughs> well, my question was, with growing up in that area, has that lake always been – I now I see it on the day of the event, but throughout the summer, kids constantly swimming in this lake and, like, are people picnicking there? Is it a popular oh, yeah. spot in town? Yeah, I mean, you know what, more and more now, when the COVID thing happened um, and people weren't going to the beaches and people weren't able to go – to the shore anymore uh we got a lot more attention at, at the lake and matter of fact just uh, two weeks ago we got a huge donation from a sand quarry up the road donated 250 tons of sand to the beach so uh with us and the association members and a bunch of um, um people that came out we basically redid the entire beach so ct when you say it you're going to be amazed because it's oh, wow. night and day uh it, it's 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 so much nicer it's more comfortable it, the beach looks wonderful and we had it all cleaned up and we did a whole bunch of stuff for the jam on the dam and uh it's through just everybody you know we don't have we don't pay people to do this this is the community coming out and helping us uh do all this stuff you know and people donating their time people donating equipment to come out and just make this beach look beautiful and uh we also offer seasonal um um things that you can get to uh to be on the beach even if you're not a a a member down here or you're not um, part of the community, you can actually come and buy like a seasonal pass that allow you to be on the beach, uh, take advantage of everything, go fishing, put your boat in the lake, all that stuff. So um, I think you're really going to be amazed at the way everything looks this year. It's really going to be, I'm really more excited about this year than any, than any other year, just because of, of, of just the feedback we've been getting and just the way the beach is going to look. I think uh, you you guys are going to be really impressed on how great it looks. And, you know, Jim, you kind of touched on a, on a point there that I also wanted to bring up. Now, the admission for the, for the day is 15 for uh, non-members, $10 for members. Uh, if someone wanted to become a member, how would they go about doing that? And do they have to live in the area well, to become well, a member? Well, you can become a member. You can do a seasonal, what we call, is um, basically it's a, it's a different price point. Um, and, uh, and actually we'll have, uh, people down at the, at our booth where we're, we're, except where we're giving the tickets out, uh, and they'll have all information there. If you wanted to become a seasonal member, um, I think it's, uh, a small price to pay for everything that you get. And then you're also included in all the other events that we do. You know, we do movies on the beach. We do fireworks on the 4th of July, uh, uh, Lindsay and, and my wife do all kinds of events uh, for the kids, you know, so it's a, it's a true community event. Wow. Uh, even be, being even a, a seasonal member, you're, you're, you're privy to all that. That's, that's different than when I joined, when I joined, I had to present them with a shrubbery. <laughs> yes. Chris, that shrubbery died. Yeah. Uh, so I had to go get another shrubbery. <laughs> Okay. What do you expect with a knight with one arm? (laughs) (laughs) Now the the last point I wanted to touch on, and I I know that uh, this was a big selling point for Jam on the Dam is the fact that it is private property, so people are able to bring a cooler, bring their beers with them, and things along that line. Am I right? No, absolutely. I mean. Um, it, it's a, you know, everybody just kind of has to, um, you know, be mindful that there are going to be kids down there and it's going to yeah. be, uh, it is a family event, even though it goes into the nighttime. Uh, but, you know, party respectively and, 
just be civil about everything. Uh, once the once the uh, the sun goes down, uh, we're actually going to have fireworks at the end of the night this year. So as soon as the oh, wow. band's done, they're going to have it. They're going to have a pretty decent fireworks display. So uh, make sure you stick around for that. And uh, yeah, you know, just uh, don't get crazy. Have a good time, but uh, be mindful of that good time. Yeah, I do have to say that after on the third, this is the third year for it, and we really haven't had any problems. It's been amazing. No. The, the the first year the police came and we were getting ready to wrap up and he goes, You guys are wrapping up at 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 uh, at ten. We were like, Yeah. He says, Cool. That was it. That was that was it. It was great, man. See, uh, everybody, you know, everybody's that's, cool. That's now a great that's thing too, is that you know, people people sometimes think that, you know, they're having like these bands and maybe some metal or, or different things like that and they're fearful of the clientele, but that's never been the case, man. We, we everybody's civil. They're, you know, a lot of these guys too have families of their own, and they're and they're bringing their yeah. families down to this, so they want to have a nice place to hang out. And you know, that's one of the things that I have to say as far as I'm seeing the event the past three years is that's one of the things that I I look forward to is I bring my family with me, and it's a nice day down at the lake hanging out with everybody. So, and yeah, it is. It's a nice environment. No one's really out of hand. And I mean, you're not hearing f bombs drop from the stage, so yeah, yeah. It, it is a really cool, uh, family friendly event. Yeah, yeah, it well, definitely you is. Gotta watch Chris though. <laughs> no, hey, listen, you, I, nobody, but nobody's got to watch what the fuck I say. Telling me. <laughs> So my last yeah, question just, for you Chris guys. Stop drink, Chris, stop drinking too, so his pants won't come off this year. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was the highlight of our our set. <laughs> that was the biggest well, letdown in history. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. Jim and Chris, for you guys for for leading this up and putting this whole thing together the past three years, uh, what are your favorite or What's your one of your favorite memories from the past two years, past two events? Man, well, I, uh, for you me know what? Personally, I, I just got to say that, you know, Jim got me into this. I've been helping him with it and all. And every band has been absolutely freaking fantastic. And the only thing that I can say that I'm really impressed that I love is the freaking vibe. The vibe, it, it, I'm not going to say it's Woodstock, but everybody's friendly. It's cool. It's yeah. relaxed. You got great music, band after band after band up there. It's just, just killing it. And you're sitting back. I mean, this year we've got the food trucks back, actually. It's just, I think it's the whole vibe for the whole thing. That's what I'm impressed. That's what I enjoy. And that's what I love. It's just so cool and, and chill. Yeah. You know what, CT, for me, um, outside of the fact of I love jamming, you know, I love the special shades of gray gray always has a special guest that comes up and plays with us. You know, the first year we, we had Don, the medicine man. Well, we had Danny, right. You know, Chris has had a, a long history with Danny playing in bands with him. Me, I grew up with Danny idolizing the kid on how he played guitar and always wanted to play like Danny to get Danny to come up and jam with us and to get a Don, the medicine man who I respect highly as a musician um, and to be able on the same stage with him. And then this year, um, 
we have Joe Lascaza uh, from uh, Cry Wolf, who has been a legendary um, cover band here for for over 20 years, coming up on the stage with us and and and, and joining us. That to me is the highlight. I look forward to seeing who's going to, you know, if the people that we ask and they're gracious to come up and spend their time and take away from their bands to come up and play with us. That is the highlight of my day. Just to be able to play with these guys who have, I've idolized for so many years and to be on the same stage with them is just a, uh, is a highlight of mine. Yep. Now, uh, the last thing that I want to ask you guys before we sign off here, because we're getting ready to go to commercial is, is there a website or is there a Facebook page for people to find out more about jam on the day well i on the shades of gray events page on facebook i created an event that has all that information and i've been posting the posters all over the place across facebook on on just about every south jersey tri-state area philadelphia area music website and community website so a lot of the information is on there. I don't know if the FBLA has a website. Jim Jim could tell that. But I know that from from Shades of Grey, we've been doing our bit, and you can go to our, our Facebook page and find uh, a lot of that information on there. Yeah, you can get it. If you go on to Facebook and just type in Friends of Victory Lakes or FBLA, um, the, the Facebook page will come up. We, we get more uh, attraction and more visual from the Facebook page than we do from the website. Uh, the website is more for activities and news and different things that the, the Lake Association wants to get out to the community. But as far as the, the extracurricular and the fun stuff, um, the Facebook page and the Shades of Grey uh, Facebook page, are uh, usually have all kinds of different links and things like that. And, and, uh, and you also, you can message Chris too, uh, that he's always on top of all that stuff. Is there any questions or anything you need to find out? Uh, we're a phone call away. Yeah, I'm always awesome. on top. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on tonight, man. Much love. And I can't wait for Saturday. Yeah. Uh, damn. I was going to tell you a joke about unemployment, man, but I guess it won't work. So, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, looking geez. forward to seeing you and the family, buddy. Say that again, Jim. I said looking forward to seeing you and your family. Oh, back at you, man. This is one of those events that we just love being with each other and hanging out, and it's going to be a great Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Thank, you. Thank you again for everything you do, CT. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great rest of your night. I'll see you guys on Saturday. Will do. We'll be All there. All right. Hey, this yeah. is the quietest I've ever heard, Bill. Yeah, really? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to enshrine yeah. this piece of tape. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll see you on Friday, all right? Yeah, all man. Right. All right, fellas, have Take a great rest of your night. Bye-bye. See ya. So, guys, I'm telling you, if you South Jersey area, Philly area, Williamstown, Saturday, Jam on the Dam, live music all day, food trucks, lake you can go swimming, fishing in, hanging out with the kids, family-friendly event, and as you heard them say, and I didn't even know it, fireworks spectacular to end the whole night, man. It's going to be awesome. We're going to go ahead and listen to a little bit of Shades of Grey, doing listen to her heart, and then we'll take a quick commercial break, and we will be back with Chris of Rockin' Pod. Don't go nowhere. <laughs>
Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's 
WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Firefly by As We Become Ghosts. Your next time to check them out will be September 17th over at halftime in Newark, Delaware. They'll be playing there with 86 Bullets Through Extinction and Ashes to Vanity. Guys, it is my pleasure right now to introduce to our family, Chris. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I have a hard time pronouncing your last name, so I promise I wouldn't butcher it. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, it's pretty easy to pronounce. It's just Sinzak. Sinzak, okay. It, it looks more intimidating than it is. Yeah, my uh, ancestors had a great sense of humor. <laughs> so uh, you, you of course, are a very busy man right now putting up the finishing touches on Rock and Pod. And uh, could you tell me how long has Rock and Pod been going on for? What was the inspiration behind putting it together in the first place? Sure. Uh, it, well, it, the first year was t- 2017, and I, the inspiration came from, well, a lot of people doing shows just like yours and, and mine. I've been doing it since 2011. We uh, we would do all these Skype interviews, and it'd be cool to talk to people, but it's like you can't go grab a beer with somebody after you're done with the interview. And, right. Um, one of my one of my other podcasting brethren said that uh, that we should do like a meetup or something, and uh, I was like, well, that's a great idea, but how are we going to do that? And then he said, well, Nashville's a good music town to do it in, and you live there, so why not do it there? And then from there, it was like, well, how do we pay for it? And then we said, well, maybe the listeners could we could crowdfund through our listeners to meet up in Nashville and. That sounded fun for us, but not really so fun for the listeners. So I thought if the listeners are going to come, then they should be able to do more than stare at a bunch of middle middle age out of shape guys. And uh, so from there, uh, you know, Nashville is not just a country town. Like a lot of rock guys live here now. So I've uh, I've had the pleasure of interviewing a lot of them over the years. So I just started calling in favors and got a lot more yeses than noes and had all these people come out and, wanted to give the listeners something else to do, so got some vinyl vendors. So it's like it wasn't even supposed to be a convention. It just kind of organically became a convention. Gotcha. And, I mean, the the event has been growing and growing, and unfortunately I was a little bit behind the ball this year and uh, didn't contact you until all the spaces were taken care of. Um, but you guys have such – like so many big amazing guests this year uh billy sheehan don jameson many a piece i mean you guys have the cream of the crop coming out this year how did how did you go about getting all these guys in one place uh i begged them no <laughs> it was uh well i mean uh, the, the guest list gets better every year and i think as the event gets more well known that, that tends to give us a little bit more credibility when we ask for people so um, I mean, there's a, a number of them. The ones that live in town, and you know, that is based out of Nashville, and um, having friends in the local music scene that are friends with these people helps too. So it, it's gotcha. a little bit of a networking thing, and obviously reaching out and trying to get them to do it. Uh, Billy's been on my wish list since this is the very beginning, um, and he lives here now. So uh, getting him was a thing for us, and then. Uh, Carmine and Vinny, I just have such respect for both of them, and uh, just that they're so legendary with what they've each individually done, and uh, just uh, you know, it's just one—it's it's a mix of different. There's no like set way of doing it, 
sometimes the guests reach out to me and they want to be a part of it. Sometimes I go to them and ask them to be a part of it. It's just, there's really not really a set way of doing it, but uh, every year we cobble together quite a good list, and uh, it's the biggest list we've ever had this year. That's awesome. Now, my my question is this: a lot a big misconception about rock music is it's dead. All the good stuffs behind us. Uh, there's it, it's shaky for the future. But there's such an underground movement right now. How many podcasters do you do you guys have coming out this year? It, rough ballpark. Yeah, I think last check it was like thirty five from country. I mean, that's incredible when you think of all the – these are all rock-based podcasts. Yeah, and it's um, – and, you know, you mentioned that the, about the uh, space selling out for the platinum ticket, and that's never happened before. So I uh, huh. I, I knew – I mean, I had a feeling people were going to be excited this year. Obviously, after the year we all went through, I figured right. there would be some renewed interest in coming to, to it this year. But I, I never expected to sell out of the, the – platinum tickets in like two months we sold out of our vips in two months so it's just you know it's it every year felt more like an uphill battle but this year it, it came much easier um now obviously we're hoping for a good walk up at the door too but uh, yeah it seems like the the excitement level is higher and i had a lot of shows where they wanted that platinum ticket but just due to space issues and um you know there's just only so much room you can have for people to be in there and uh right so that that limited us on how many we could have, but it's definitely the most shows we've ever had. And then, obviously, um, but yeah, it just it's just it's crazy. I, I never expected it to take off like it has this year. Now, with uh, with the different various podcasters coming from all over the country, do you get a chance to check out any of the shows? I mean, it's I'm guaranteeing you, it's probably impossible to check out everything, but. I mean, just the idea that there's so many different rock podcasts out there. Do you have any that you listen to on a regular basis? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, I, everyone that signed up for this year, I have, you know, I have sampled. I can't, I can't say I'm like a, a weekly listener of all of them. That right. would take forever. But, um, but no, I have checked all of them out and I like what all of them do. And they all bring their own, you know, unique perspective to things and, they all have their interesting ways of covering stuff. And, you know, and we actually had a lot more streaming shows this year than we've had in the past. And I noticed through the lockdown that those things have really picked up in popularity again. That was something that was more big years ago, but now it seems like it's really come back. And I think part of that is you can safely play music through the streaming license. So I, I think that that's helped a lot of people go that route. And right. the pandemic made people take up hobbies and, podcasting exploded over the past year so i think that's another part of it too but uh first i you know i have probably probably about you know five or six shows that i i go to on a regular basis but uh of course this time of year i'm not really listening to much because i'm so busy putting this thing together now as far as i I was looking over some of the stuff on the website and you guys have like a uh, almost like a museum coming out uh say that again a museum you guys have almost like a museum coming out with different uh, memorabilia and things being shown? Uh, there will be a little bit of that this year. We did more of that in 2019. I'm not sure that we're going to go the full-on gotcha. the full on museum thing this year just due to space and, and space issues. But um, we've definitely got a really great set of uh, vendors and exhibitors this year that are going to have cool – I believe even have some artists on hand and uh, – 
it's uh we try to expand what we do with it every year to make it uh kind of appealing for for everybody now what i do is you know obviously the, the music podcasting for me is number one so getting getting all these great guests that we have billy sheehan i use to bring people in as bait to get them in the room and say hey check out these great podcasts that are here to turn them on to music podcasting because that's the hardest thing to do is get people to understand the platform and how it works. And yes, you can play it whenever you want and you can listen to it right. anytime you want. And, um, and it does work. We get a, a lot of shows gain listenership from being a part of it every year. Now, do you guys do any kind of uh, a musical guests while, while the events going on? Say that again. I had a hard time hearing you. Do you guys have any kind of musical performances while the weekend's going on? Yeah. Um, well, at the expo itself, we do have some. Uh, we're going to basically kind of do in the main hall panel discussions, and then in between the panel discussions will be 20-minute acoustic performances. And uh, nice. this year uh, we've got the Native Sons, which is a great younger band that's going to be playing. Uh, also, Anthony Quarter from Tour Tour is going to do an acoustic set. And uh, Steel City, featuring Roy Cathy, who used to be in Cold Sweat. Oh yeah, they're gonna do they're gonna do a set, and um, also the Talisman, that's made up of the guys from Gene Simmons and Ace Frehley solo band. They uh, they're gonna do some cool acoustic stuff, and then closing out, uh, it's all acoustic at the hotel because of sound requirements. But uh, and then uh, closing out the day will be Roxy Blue. They're gonna do a full 30 minute performance uh, oh, nice. at the expo, and, and then obviously the night before is the pre-party concert, which will have a lot of performances. Ron Keel's going to do an acoustic set at that. And we've got um, Rock United, which features Sandy Gennaro playing drums. Sandy's played with Bo Diddley, Blackjack, you know, Cindy Lauper, the Monkees, everybody, and Pat, Pat Travers. And um, they're going to play. And then Resist and Bite, Tommy Skeo, who used to be in Tesla's new band, they're going to play a full set, which will have – songs from their upcoming record and also some Tesla songs. And then uh, wow. then we have a, a very long Rare Hair set, which is different players on every song, and a lot of the expo guests are going to get up on stage and play. And uh, that includes Greg Bissonette and Billy Sheehan doing some David Lee Roth stuff. And uh, Carmine Apice, I heard, is going to get up and do a Blue Murder song. And oh, I, wow. also heard Vinny, I also heard Vinny Apice is going to get up and do a Dio song. So it's going to be really cool. Man, that's awesome. And, I mean, just – I, I got to uh, say thank you for doing what you're doing because it's a giant asset to podcasters everywhere, and especially with the rock genre. But, um, like, what would you say as far as the podcasting is concerned that perhaps somebody starting out uh, – what kind of advice would you give to that person that that's kind of fooling around with the idea of doing a podcast? Um, well, the biggest thing, and well, one thing I always tell people is try Don't wait until you feel like it's time to start the show to start the show, because the only way to get better at doing one of these is to just do it. And, uh, you know, the, the early, the early days of my podcasting is it's like looking at ugly old baby pictures. You know, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't even stand to listen to myself, but you have to just put yourself out there and kind of get the hang of what you're doing. So, and, the, but the biggest thing is have fun doing it. For, 
you want to be the next Joe Rogan and make millions of dollars. Because, I mean, yeah, that is always possible, but if you're into it, if you're doing it because you want millions of downloads and millions of dollars, um, you're probably getting into it for the wrong reasons. You have to do it on something you're super passionate about, something that you'll stick to on a regular basis, but you have to have fun with it. Because if it doesn't start, you know, audience and money and stuff like that, if it's meant to happen, that stuff will come, but you have to enjoy what you're doing first and foremost. Absolutely. Now, uh, Chris, the one question I have for you is, uh, are you currently podcasting? What's the name of your show? Oh, yeah. I've I've been podcasting since 2011, and uh, my show's the Decibel Geek Podcast. And we've uh, interviewed a lot of our heroes, but, but honestly, the most fun shows we have are no guest shows where me and my co-host, Aaron Camaro, just cut up with each other and talk about, you know, we do different theme shows. We'll cover one year. We'll cover one album on Albums Unleashed, which is a series of shows we do. And we're actually going to do one of the panels at the Expo. We're going to do an Albums Unleashed live with uh, Billy Sheehan and Greg Bissonette talking about the making of Eat em and Smile. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, um, I, I love doing it. I, I don't get to do it as much as I want these days because – this takes up so much of my time, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this being over, so I can kind of focus on my own podcast again. You know. I hear you. Now, what time are doors opening up on Friday, and uh, how do people go about tickets and that kind of thing? Sure. Uh, well, tickets and every, for all the events, really, um, you can get through just rockinpod.com, R-O-C-K-N-P-O-D.com. Um, that'll have links to all the ticket sites and. Um, Friday is the pre-party at Mercy Lounge in Nash, downtown Nashville. And doors for that open at 6, I believe. And you can get tickets in advance or at the door. Uh, the Rock and Pod Expo, same thing. You can get tickets in advance or at the door. And then um, if you're a drummer and uh, you're a fan of Carmine, a piece, and Vinny Apathy, we're also doing drum master classes at SIR Studios in Nashville on Sunday. And uh, there's ticket links for that uh, on the website as well. And you'll, if you want to learn a lot about drumming and methods and all kinds of stuff. Uh, those guys, those are two good guys to learn it from. Absolutely. So Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and uh, best of luck for the, for the convention this weekend. And thank you so much for being here. Oh, good time. Thanks for having me on. Have a great rest of your night. You too. So that was Chris Sisnack with, the Rockin' Pod, if you guys are out in the Nashville area, make sure you go out and check that out. Like he said, so many different rock stars will be out of there. Billy Sheehan, Vinny Apiece, uh, Carmine Apiece, all these uh, all these amazing artists. And it's nice to know that there's so much podcasting being done and rock podcasts that, that uh, we're just one little tiny cog in that wheel. So... Um, Really excited for them guys, and uh, our own boy who uh, I guess will not be calling in this evening, Psycho Steve. He will be out there at the Rock and Pod with his other page, the Rock Metal, or I'm sorry, the Metal Summit, and um, really looking to be a good time. I know, I know uh, a few of the artists that are going to be out there. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Rock Metal Records will be out there um, Metal Summit will be out there I know others 
who are going out, but you don't have to be a podcaster to go out and check it out. There's like, like Chris was saying, there's vendors, there's uh, rock artists that you're able to meet so much more. So go ahead and check that out. If you're in the Nashville area, if you're interested, make sure you check out rockandpod.com. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our friends in 86 bullets. Here's beautiful lie.
kicking Valentino with sweat. It is my <clears throat> pleasure to introduce to you guys DK Ravel. DK, you with us? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, brother, how are you? I'm good, man. How you all doing? Not bad, not bad. Uh, unfortunately, it's just me this evening. Um, my co-host kind of had got caught up in something, but uh, wanted to say thank you for taking time out of the day to speak with me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, we were just listening to Sweat, and uh, you guys, of course, coming off of uh, last year's release of uh, The Revenge of Rock. How has things been going with the new album? You know, it couldn't be going any better except for um, the many, many uh, tours and stuff that were canceled for us headed to Europe. But other than that, you know, we kept busy through, you know, COVID fucked up a lot of things. I mean, I can cuss on here, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, it it ruined a lot of um, momentum for a lot of groups. But as far as we went, man, we went and recorded the album, released the album, made music videos, released them. We toured, you know, still touring off and on here in the U.S. And, um, yeah, so as for us and Art in the KV camp, we're just keeping busy, man, waiting for um, – it's looking like we're going back in May to make up gotcha. dates in Europe and stuff. And, yeah, just keeping busy, writing some new songs right now, um, doing our thing. Now, I remember I've, going back to May, I saw you guys at the BLE Showcase at Cancun Cantina. And uh, afterwards, you actually came to my table. You sat down and you said, this isn't like Europe. What's the difference between the United States and Europe as far as rock is concerned? Um, Europe, man, they got rabbit fans over there. You know, they come early and they stay for the very last band. Um they got you know the rock bands there are awesome, fucking awesome. Um, now are you guys, you... that was a... go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, man, and the, the you know there really isn't any um, difference like coming from like our you know a lot of our fans over there they like a lot of heavier stuff. They like our music, you know. They're just they're just loyal uh, rockers over there, you know the. Um, the difference between you know, like a glam band or a heavy band band, they show up and rock for all of them. So Europe just is awesome. Rabbit now, what, what would and you Cancun and Can- Cancun Cantina? That was a great gig, man. That's my first time being there. Have you been there before? That was my first time there as well, man. Mine too. And I guess the weather was a little exceptionally hot for Baltimore. You know, I'm from California, so I'm used to some of this hot weather. And my boys are from Atlanta, and the humidity there, boy, you know, that goes without saying. But all in all, man, that was a great day for rock, man. Yeah, it was a great show. You guys really did a phenomenal job. And uh, I wanted to ask, uh, going back to the Europe thing a little bit, do you think it was something that was uh, that's the difference in cultures or any idea why the, the European fans seem to be a lot more dedicated to it than than here in the states. You know, I really couldn't say. I really, you know, I really couldn't say. You know, the demographic for ages over there is from young people all the way up to 50, 60 years old, man. They love their rock and they, you know, the festivals there are amazing. We've been lucky to be on a a few of them and and they're just and they're incredible, you know. You get to hang out with all the fans, you get to hang out with all the bands. Everybody's just uh 
everybody's in it together, man. It's cool, man. We really can't wait to get back there. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's May 2020. Yeah, May 2022, where we're gonna head back over, and dates are just piling up right now because I think we had to we had to pretty much almost a hundred or so gigs that um wow. got canceled, and like we had like three or four legs of tours. It was gonna be a real big one this this year too, and you know we still want to go over there, and we didn't get much time to um to tour the Revenge of Rock record as far as Europe goes, but over here it's going well, and um, yeah. We can't wait to get back over there. We're excited. Now, Hopefully it'll be, you know, bigger and better. Something I saw just recently pop up on my feed is uh your pirate radio band. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that's just my day job. <laughs> I'm trying to get a real fucking job. I haven't I haven't had a real job in like thirty years. I've been in the industry shit since I was eighteen years old. You know, the long and short of me is I I graduated high school early, man. I moved to Hollywood. I formed bands. I, you know, French Kiss, good um, projects that have come and gone. You know, the timing in the '90s was really weird. Um, but yeah, I've still always stayed loyal. I've been doing my my stuff, and um, you know, I've, I've got a couple of solo records out there, and, and bands with uh, a couple of um, efforts out there with my former band, a Beggar's Ball, which was really fucking awesome from Hollywood. Um, I just always kept busy. So when I had moved, I moved to New York. After Hollywood, kind of, you know, about 2000, Hollywood was thinning out. I used to never have any issues about finding real motherfuckers to play with, and they're all gone. Either that or, I mean, in the ones that I've been for my style, which has always been rock, you know, I didn't follow very many trends. I didn't turn into a Marilyn Manson or a fucking, you know, a goth, or I've just always been straight rock. So it's good that all came around because that's who the fuck I am. And that's, you know, you can, you can tell by the music that, that I write and release. Um, the Pirate Radio Band, when I had come back here to um, California to um, basically take a break from New York, you know, and, and this was, God, this was 2002, and uh, I had a friend of mine who plays in the cover band around here, and it was like, man, I needed to make some money. And I was that dude back in the day like, ah, hell no, I'm not going to play no cover band. But the money was good. And I was like, man, fuck that cover band. I didn't like what they were doing. So I formed my own cover band, which is Pirate Radio, and pretty much all the stuff that I like. And it's uh, there's really not much of that around here. So gotcha. I stick out just a little bit more. It's kind of like the Headbangers Ball live in your face. And it's not a cover band, man. I'm an entertainer. I throw down a party. So three hours of live, you know, Headbangers Ball-esque music in your face. You know, at a nice sleazy bar with all those fucking cool people. You know, there's no food served there. The purpose of that night is to come and party your ass off. That's awesome, man. And I mean, and I've been doing that for about 17 years, about 17 years now, doing that gig while I'm. Wow. You know, and it's, it's also a way to keep my chops up and stuff. And I formed that brand a long time ago. So it's you know, become my job. And it's nice now because between that and KV and traveling and stuff, I'm, I'm available to leave when I have to, you know, it's very hard for somebody to get that job where you're, where they allow you to split, you know, when you got a tour or when you got to do this and that. So I'm very blessed in that aspect. And uh, yeah, man, it's fucking cool. That's awesome. Now, um, one question I wanted to ask you is uh, with the kicking, the kicking Valentina stuff, and uh, certain songs, 
like do you definitely get on as far as some of the old classics that you kind of grew up with or found inspiration for, especially in the song uh, Revenge of Rock? Is there anything newer that you're listening to? You know, after going to Europe, you know, the first time I had toured in Europe was was with um, when I was fronting the band Jet Boy back in uh, 2010. Um, got turned on to a lot of great European music, you know, from like the Wild Hearts to uh, Hardcore Superstar, which we've actually played with here in the States and over there in Germany a few times. The friends of ours and they're fucking cool as shit. I've been listening to a band called Massive Wagons, if you're familiar with them. Um, from mm-hmm. Europe, they're really cool. Um, I love the band Thunder Mother, if you've ever heard of those girls. from um, Yes. Good stuff. Yes, from, from Sweden. They're, they're killer. Um, just so many bands over there. The Treatment, I remember when we played Call of the Wild Festival a couple years back, The Treatment, watching those cats was pretty fucking awesome. They were like a... A crocus ACDC kind of thing. You know, the thing over there in Europe, man, they still love their, their hair metal, their their motorist, their motorhead-esque type music. I'm telling you, they're rabid fans over there. So it's always nice to be surrounded by people that are just down. But, um, yeah, as far as new bands go, like the Hardcore Superstars, Massive Wagons, I'm sure there's other uh, Eclipse, um, you know, Pretty Maids. Lots of cool bands over there. So for those listening, man, I suggest go check out some of those, man. You know, you can only listen to so much of what we've been hearing our whole life, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is all the cl- the great classic rock. You know, I'm a huge ACDC fan, you know, and if you listen to any of my music, you can kind of see my writing style and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, the party, the party never left me, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I have no plans to let it go anytime soon. So, you know, that's where I'm yeah, at. Man, I- the, the the sad thing about seeing uh, checking out these European bands is very rarely will you see them here in the states, and uh, so yeah. many I want to see a lot. Like I, I'm a big Crash Diet fan. I love those guys. And oh, okay, yeah. You'll you'll never see them here. Like it's just not lucrative enough for them to come over here. You know, it was years ago that they came here because they came through here where I'm from, Fresno. I don't know five, six years ago, maybe longer. But, um, yeah, a lot of bands just don't get over here. Yeah, last time we had um, BLE, Brad, he had the Rock Lana. It was a few years, like three years ago, I think, three or four years ago. And Hardcore Superstar, he had them come over, and that was a big deal for them to come over and do the Rock Lana with us alongside a lot of other great bands. But, yeah, it is. It's, it's you know, it's, it's not easy getting visas and et cetera and et cetera and et cetera to get these bands over here. So, Getting them over here, you got to make it worth it. You know, they got to get out and they got to do a lot of touring. So, yeah, I feel you. Now, uh, any certain favorite places of the country to play? I keep recently, I just keep hearing a lot about the Midwest and how the Midwest has a decent rock scene going on. Any favorite places in the country to play? Oh, here in the States? Yeah. Oh, you know, we love our East Coast folks all the way from. from Florida all the way up. We just we, well, we just did what a couple of weeks ago. We did um, Nashville. That would be our third Nashville gig. And in Atlanta, we did a sold out show with uh, Faster Pussycat and Enough's Enough. Um, when we do get with another national, it's cool around here. But recently, man, we go out and we headline our own shows, you know. And we love like Baltimore, um, our 
home at the Dixie Tavern in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, a lot of Midwest stuff. We're trying to get out that way. You know, a lot of places are still kind of um, questionable, you know. Yeah. We were lucky enough that when we went and toured around here, we didn't get stuck behind the plexiglass or play for a, a room full of masks. You know, we always had it to where every, everything we've done, from my recollection, there was no mask, and it was full balls out rock and roll show. So we're very lucky on that aspect. Although last time we did roll into Delaware and stuff, they were like, we just took down the plexiglass. They just, you know, <laughs> canceled the mandate, and we put all, we, we can go full capacity again. So, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, everything we've done since we've released the record has been awesome, man. And we love our fans, the KV Mob. They're the best in the world. I know everybody says that, but they truly are. Now, uh, as you, you brought up Mar- uh, Maryland, you guys are slated for that Masquerade uh, BLE event. And uh, really excited. Yeah. A lot of big names on that bill as well. Brad did a hell of a job putting that together. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on uh, what things will be like by the time you hit Maryland? As far as uh, the band is concerned, like, do you know where you'll be beforehand? Well, I know that... Um, you know, at this point right now, we don't have anything booked until September 12th when we're playing uh, Detroit again with Slaughter at the Token Lounge. We gotcha. were very close to selling that thing out last last time we did us with Slaughter at the Token Lounge. I think we had we were like 15, 20 tickets shy of a sellout. So we really want the sellout this time. So that's September 12th, Token Lounge, get the Detroit KV mob together. You know, the cool thing about our fans is they fly in from all over the world. It's, it's bananas. It's, you know, the loyalty is just, far, you know, second to none. And it's, 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 heart, it's, it's, it's heart welcome. And, you know, when we show up, man, they show up. And then we show out. So we're looking to do the September 12th. And um, I do believe that we're working on some gigs around that time, being that that's a Sunday night at the Token Lounge. We're looking to do a Friday and Saturday in there. And, you know, just keep playing, you know, wherever, um, whatever makes sense. We're trying to get to everybody. And in the meantime, also, we're demoing some new songs and stuff. So exciting. Staying busy, man. Awesome. Now, uh, one, of the, one of my favorite tracks off the new album is War. Could you uh, give me a little bit of input on to uh, what inspired that? You know what's funny about that song is um, I had wrote that before this whole pandemic had even come into play. So after tracking it and sitting back and listening to it and kind of, I guess, taking it in the same way all of the listeners do, it was kind of funny how, you know, in some little way, it seems like the lyrics had prophesized this fucking, you know, disaster <laughs> of a year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just basically, you know, the quote was when they asked me for a quote for this song, it's, you know, uh, that mouths, mouths, you know, mouths start wars and yeah. the outcome is not always is not always pretty and i think that we can all agree upon 2020 being a shit show of a year and between the elections and all the political bullshit you know we just stay the course and you know we want to rock man we don't really have a political standpoint or statement aside from long live rock and roll you know hell yeah now that that's the one thing that i could really say as far as i i'm coming into contact with your fans and as well as uh just the rock fans in general is we've 
all kind of grown into this family. Like we, we get a bad rap sometimes, yeah. but the rock and roll fan, it's just, it's like a big family. It absolutely is. And that family motto is, you know, we fucking long live rock and roll. You know, you get every now and again, you get them those to try to get in those political debates with you and stuff like that. And that really never goes anywhere good. You know, we're all different right. in some way, shape or form. Right. You know, you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You don't want to wear a mask, want to get a shot, get a shot, you know. Right. As your mother would say, you came into this world alone, you're going out into this world alone. So, you know, That's everybody it. has their have their issues. You know, I personally can't stand fucking people trying to shove shit down my throat. So I'm not trying to shove anything down anybody's throat except maybe a shot of wild turkey in a good time. <laughs> So uh, you, know. you said the next the next thing up is September twelfth. Uh, anything else yep. coming up that uh, that you get you would like to plug? You know, at this point, I think that's all we got. It starts booking some other shows around that September date, probably up in that area. And then, of course, we have the Masquerade, which is um, yes. you know October twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth. And uh, I think they're going to release all the information for that pretty soon, being like the show times, what bands are on which date, and tickets and the venue and just all of that kind of stuff. So you can stay posted to that at the BLE um, site on Facebook. And basically go to kickervalentina.com for um, merch, blah, blah, blah. But you can also find us you know, on Instagram and all the platforms. But find us on Facebook. We have two fan sites, the Kick and Valentina Mob fan site. Where all the fans gather and discuss the band. Um, we discuss, you know, we reach out quite um, often to our fans. You know, we're real hands-on with our fans. We're very organic in the um, the routine of being with our fans rather than just a post and come see us kind of thing. So we're excited to see everybody. And at that point, brother, that's what we've got until September 12th comes up. I know right now that we are adding stuff. So you just got to stay posted, man. Now the the last thing I wanted to touch on, uh, just because uh, I've come across it on your on your feed, is uh, and I wanted to give you big props for being the the father figure that you are. Um, seeing you take your son out to the monster trucks in 115 degree weather, how was it? You know, as a father, that's what fathers do. You know, I, yeah. I've been in I've been in work. I've been in worse positions, you know what I mean? Anything <laughs> for that son. You know, anything for my son. My son is uh he's 18 years old, he's autistic, and that is his most favorite thing in the world. So it takes me back to the, you know, me begging my parents to take me to see Kiss, you know, or yeah. ACDC or, you know, those things that just as a kid, there's worse things you could be doing at 18, you know what I mean? Oh, and I hear Monster you. Trucks is, is it for him. Matter of fact, I would just got off we're buying more Monster Truck uh, tickets. They're coming right here to uh, to Fresno, and going to one show, man. That don't do it for my son. You know, we have to go to all of the shows. So <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, that's something <laughs> that I can see eye to eye on with you for two reasons. One is my son's autistic as well. NASCAR was his oh, his thing. Very so, cool. Yeah, right. I'm like right there. And then the other thing is, I brought my boys up going to the monster truck shows and. uh Always prefer those open arenas for the monster trucks instead of like the closed in sta- uh, arenas. Yes. 
Yes. The last one that I went to, it wasn't a Monster Jam, so to speak. It was Monster Truck X Fairgrounds. I prefer the outdoor, too. That day was hot as hell, you know. Um, Yeah, especially when you have to sit out there and wait, you know, because we've got, you know, when it's a, you got to get there, we get there early. We got to get the good seats. My son likes to record them and, and um, he puts them up on YouTube and he's got his own little, you know, monster truck thing. So, you know, that's, that's exciting to him. And, you know, there's, he's number one. So there you go. And being an autistic father, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, bro. Thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, out of your night to talk with us, and uh, much love, brother. Absolutely. I will see you in October. I will see you in October. Come find me, and we'll chat. Sounds good, bro. Have a great rest of your night. All right. Before we leave, I just want to tell everybody thank you for all of your undying support. We hope to see you all soon. For me, Chris Heber, and Jimmy Burdine, we'll see you next time. We love you to the KV Mob. Thanks, brother. Have a great night. You got it. You too. Peace out. DK Rebel, kicking Valentina, man. I got to tell you, if you have not heard their stuff yet, do yourself a favor. They're like my new favorite band. I think they kick ass so much. And uh, really, really excited to have them on the show. Excited for this BLE. Tickets, uh, I believe tickets on for the BLE Masquerade go on sale August 6th. So I'm expecting that we're going to hear a lot more info soon. Prayers, thoughts, my heart goes out to Bradley. Hopefully he's recovering well. Haven't talked to him in a little while. He's kind of dropped out, taking care of his health, taking care of his family. Much love to them as well. And, um, guys, it's, it's just really, really looking forward to that. And uh, that's it for us for this week, guys. Looking ahead to next week's schedule Bear with me while I pull it up. We have <laughs> we have my boys in Zenora that we're actually closing the show with. We close the show with every week, Zenora Bring Back Rock and Roll. And we'll also have our boys from the Sports and Metal Podcast with us. So, guys, have a great rest of your week and do your part to bring back rock and roll. Have a good night.